welcome to this Harmony in Health podcast about singing and singing for health. My name is Julia Outlaw and I'm a member of the Harmony in Health team. We're a multidisciplinary team with medical doctors, consultants, neuroscientists, dancers, people from the performing arts, herbalists, mind-body disciplines, and we're all working together to explore this concept of harmony and how we can take wisdom from the ancient traditions and also modern disciplines and combine them to promote health and well-being. I am joined today by Ruth Routledge. Ruth is a choir director. Um, she works in many different settings in the community, in school, in hospitals, and has mo- more recently started a research master's, which is specializing in singing for health. And she's very passionate about the health benefits of singing and we're going to talk about that today. Um, Her work first in this area started running Pram Chorus and that's actually where we met which was working with parents with young children, babies um, or toddlers and for mums who wanted to sing something beyond nursery rhymes and a lot of people were really helped mentally by that Um, and and there is research around depression and, and postnatal Um, depression and singing so we can talk about that Um, but she has several other choirs as well for children um, night chorus and works with other charities and health organizations as well so welcome Ruth thank you pleasure to be here lovely to see you and you singing I mean not everybody loves singing but I mean you obviously love singing yeah have you always loved singing have I always I have always loved singing um I grew up in a musical family so my mum is a singing teacher. Mm. And then um, when I was about five, I think she started a, a choir, the church choir. So I would kind of go along to that basically from a really young age. So it was just kind of seeped into my consciousness whether I whether I liked it or not. Um, but I did really love it and did lots of singing, played the piano, played viola, and then went on and specialised in music and choral direction and more recently singing for health. Mm. It's amazing because there is something just so enlivening about singing and about singing with other people Um, and there's now more and more research coming out isn't there about how beneficial it is for all aspects of yourself. Yes um yeah there is there's a there's been quite an explosion actually in interest and in the use of singing in therapeutic settings so particularly around lung health and also in um neurological health brain health particularly later in life so singing is very much being used um, and very well publicized for people suffering from dementia and alzheimer's oh. um, parkinson's as well um but yeah it's therapeutic um uh potential can also be used in terms of mental health neurological health um heart heart health as well there's a there's a massive relationship between lung health and heart health um yeah and also for for group bonding and connection Mm. which i think I don't know, we can sort of talk about, and we do, and it's all a bit loose and woolly, you know, those those feelings, but they're so central to our human experience. And I think this pandemic actually has really shown that 
to us in a very obvious way how how so many people actually have been really struggling with the lack of connection with people and also as we're coming out of it how to re-establish those connections in some kind of balanced way as well I think yes that's so interesting because we think a lot about interconnections and in this harmony group and Mm. how everything is related and you're saying you know the heart's related to the lungs obviously one health affects the other but the connection with people and I mean I think singing is quite unique really in that um, I mean, just from my experience within your choir with an eight week old baby and not really knowing what I was doing and mm-hmm. having something with other people where you're kind of expressing yourself. And I, mean, I remember crying um, with emotion. I mean, it was a beautiful tune, but just <laughs> actually having a, a chance with other people to, you know, be there and really be yourself and sort of express things. Do you yeah. think that's an element of the health benefit? I do. Um, and actually, that that's well documented as well. There's a um, singing has a really powerful icebreaker effect compared to other activities, so that you do feel connected to the people you're singing with far more quickly than you would otherwise, or if you were doing a different activity. Mm-hmm. Um, but another really important aspect of singing and group singing, which I personally think could be really key to its benefits is the fact that you are both listening and you are also being listened to mm-hmm. um, on quite a deep level. So um, I think that's really interesting. I'm sort of looking into that um, and seeing what areas of research there are around active listening and, and the experience of being heard, which I think relates hugely to our emotions and our emotional health and our sense of being connected to each other yes that's so interesting because I've got um conversations with um some teachers at the moment about children and their harmony and health and Mm. um singing is just not so common in schools anymore as you Mm. know and what that does for listening really because the children are expected to listen all day Mm. and maybe they are listened to if they answer a question or something but getting that kind of group listening, I know you spend a lot of time in our sessions doing sort of um, listening exercises as it mm. were, following yeah. people speeding up or slowing down or, and it yeah. quite quickly does sort of tune you in. Yeah, it does. That And that's exactly what I mean. You know, you, you can listen actually on quite different levels. So yeah, I've developed exercises. I, I call them active listening exercises um, to really do that. And I think it, it really changes and deepens people's experience of connection with each other. I mean, there's a question for you. Do, did you notice that or not? Or I don't know if you have I any. I noticed the singing part better. Mm. You know, when we then came all back to sort of sing it normally, as it were, mm. we all seemed a bit more in time. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Um, I think it's good to sort of exercise that that listening mm. arm. Definitely. What about kind of physical benefits then of singing? I mean, you mentioned lung health, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, the physical benefits in terms of lung health are really, really great because when you engage with diaphragmatic breathing, um, which in singing you should be, and actually it tends to happen quite naturally, and it's also as a as a choir leader that is something you work on in terms of vocal technique. Um, it it um, 
improves the volume of air. It increases the volume of air that's drawn into the body. It stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system, um, which is our rest and digest um, system, and also then helps to regulate your heart rate and your heart rate variability is the really important one. So mm. that's the, the variation between heartbeats because the heart doesn't just beat constantly all the time. And actually the greater flexibility you have between your heartbeats, the, the rate of your heart rate variability is a really fantastic indicator of health and mm. longevity. Um, so life expectancy basically and singing um, helps to do that Um, it increases HRV um, heart rate variability and actually there are certain types of singing which get it into a really optimal range and that is chanting and toning Um, so yes very interestingly kind of it's like we're coming full circle back to the kind of ancient traditions of um, of ancient religions, really, in yes. both the East and the West. Because there's something about, you know, the words which are chanted, isn't there? And also the tone um, and the music, you know, the pitch of it as well. And they all have an effect on our system, or any music does. There used to be a lot of music healing. Yeah. And I, it is used in some places today, but perhaps our knowledge is not so well known. Um but that's so interesting because it's something, it's about the music, but it's also about those particular styles that do help the body more. And obviously yeah. people need to know that. Yeah. And they get your body, your, your breathing and your heart rate functioning at, at optimal levels and it improves that function mm. over time. Um, so this situation we're in now with um, long COVID around mm-hmm. and, and, and COVID itself yeah. in its acute forms, um, is singing something that can help? I th- I think it is. I really do. Um, I mean, obviously, we we thought initially that COVID was a lung condition. So, and although it's not specifically a lung condition, you know, it does seem to really negatively affect people's lungs and their breathing and their lung health. And I know for some long COVID sufferers, that is a significant um, issue that they're facing. But the other thing to do with any kind of lung condition is the anxiety that goes with it. You know, we need our breath. We need to be able to breathe. And it's absolutely terrifying if you can't and extremely anxiety provoking. So I think actually addressing that in the holistic way that something like singing does could be really powerful. Um, But I also think in terms of other aspects of it, you know, neurological aspects in particular, um, singing it activates the whole of the brain, all of the brain. So it's it's really powerful in terms of um, kind of reactivating neural pathways um, and, you know, improving um, people's experiences, their ability to do certain things or not, um, their mobility even, you know, it's... Um, yeah, it's it's wonderful. <laughs> it's a wonder cure. <laughs> it's because when you're ill, you don't you don't often think, oh, I must have, I must sing. Oh, no. I feel like singing because you don't feel like singing. No, sometimes. and I think that that's a, that's a really hard thing about it. Actually, is that it, I think it is one of those things that lots of people don't feel very confident about, mm. and. And when you are struggling in any kind of way, then you feel less able to do things. So 
I think being able to overcome those obstacles in terms of people feeling able to just join a suitable group, um, regardless of how they sound, actually, or, you know, just just doing it and engaging with it, mm. I think would be really beneficial. But I think people need a lot of support in order to, in order to do that. Um, yes. And harder or easier on Zoom? Harder or easier on Zoom. It's different. Mm. I think there are there are pros and cons. There really are. Um, the cons being obviously you can't genuinely hear each other and not not in the same kind of way and you don't have that sense of kind of intimacy and mm. that sort of thing. Um, but there are real advantages in terms of accessibility. You know, you can access it from anywhere, no matter where you live. You can join in a group lying on your sofa. You know, you can have your camera off and nobody can hear you. <laughs> so actually, you can sound totally terrible, whatever that means. But, you know, you really can let rip in any kind of way without being worried about people judging you. So I think that there are some real advantages to Zoom as well. Yes. So this picture is kind of like you say, like a wonder cure, but something that you can do without any other equipment or guidance um but just that gets everything moving it sounds like yeah working yeah and um something I was thinking um so I've been reading about um some research around um heart rate variability and toning um so kind of repetitive chanting and I was thinking about that and how you could do that at home you know without someone leading you or joining a group or anything like that and I thought do you know what the hoover I mean something I do I don't hoover very often but when I do <laughs> I always end up singing along kind of to the hoover because it has quite a constant pitch and you know and it is it's just constant <laughs> so I kind of make up little tunes around it and you know that actually is in terms of the health benefits that kind of singing just on an open-mouthed vowel, you know, ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> Whilst you're hoovering, you, you will get the optimal benefits of singing in terms of your heart wow. and lung health. <laughs> it doesn't really matter what you're singing then. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter what you're singing. No, mm. no. Just noise <laughs> coming out somehow. So, yeah, I might, I might start some hoover sessions. <laughs> <laughs> And thinking um, lastly then about sort of harmony a bit more, because obviously even the word yeah. harmony, you know, we think of singing, we think of mm. music. Um, and we know that harmony really comes about when there's contrasting elements sort of almost in opposition to each other. And there has to be some discordancy for, for harmony to be found. But thinking about people and their mind and their body and their emotions and harmony how does singing play into that um I think that singing actually touches on all those things and more and your environment as well and um a sense of purpose and meaning in your life which um which I think is huge in terms of being in harmony 
I, I, I do think the kind of group aspect of singing is is more conducive to that as well than singing on your own. Although obviously singing in, in any form is amazing. Um, so I, yeah, I, I think an amazing aspect of singing is that, and singing in a group is that it touches on all those things. And like you were saying about almost the, the transferability of it, you can actually do it anywhere. You know, you can go into the woods and do it. Um, and you know which is I I would potentially argue an even more kind of elevated experience of singing in terms of your sense of well-being and enjoyment and connection not just with other people but with the planet and things like that it's very funny one of my choirs um, over the co you know COVID and the pandemic for a time we were meeting outside in a park on the common and um, we tried different spots and we found this lovely spot in this kind of bower of trees which we nicknamed the cathedral because um, it was like that it really was and it was in the summer and really amazing but what was so funny was that various dogs would come through sometimes with their owners sometimes not and we'd be there singing and these dogs would kind of come and just watch us for a while and listen you know really kind of arrested in their walk and their excitement and all the rest of it and then they'd be there for a while and then trot off but yeah I think that sort of thing is really quite um a a really amazingly harmonious experience yes yes and just personally for me in my experience of it having your mind sort of working whether it's thinking out the words or following other people or remembering what comes next or counting Uh, but then you've got all that physical sort of expression coming and then of course the emotion of the music Mm. and it's a very integrating experience yeah yeah the it is mad as well the kind of what something I get sometimes I don't know if you do is um with particular chords or something where music's really really beautiful I'll get my the hairs on my skin standing on end in like a really lovely, exciting way. Um, I, you know, how how does that happen? So, I mean, we're nearly out of time, Ruth. But what is there anything you'd say to people who are suffering, for example, with long COVID or other things? Or um, is there anything I would say? Um, I would say that, well, I, I think I'm going to be setting up a long COVID singing group. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was having a meeting with um, someone this morning about doing just that. Um, so you could find out about that at mindandvoice.com. Great. Um, but also I know that it is happening in other areas. Unfortunately, it's not necessarily all over the place, but um, there is that. Um, but also to to just try it you know it's not it's not about how good you sound and I think we often feel you know we I think we pass judgment on ourselves and go oh my god I sound croaky or terrible or you know it doesn't matter how you sound or how you think you sound just the act of doing it and engaging in it and enjoying it it's really, really beneficial. And if you can expand that to doing it with others, it's even more beneficial. Um, so yeah, go for it. Don't be scared. <laughs> Thank you, Ruth. That's fabulous. And 
um, singing, singing for health and singing in all its forms, just singing something you enjoy is, is mm. going to be good for you for many different reasons. Definitely. Thank you so much, Ruth, for joining us. Um, and thank you very much for listening, everyone. Um, if you want to follow us, go to harmonyandhealth.org and we'll speak to you soon. Bye.